for the shout out podcast. <laughs> Jay and C Mac yeah. in the house. Dynamic duo. Yeah, man. This is what we do. Yeah. This is what we know. I can punch you out. I can kick you down. But if you this my podcast, you know I will knock you out. Oh, yeah. Elbow to the, to the face. Hammer punch to the head. To the head. Talking all things, fighting like a dream that never ends. <laughs> Broke the hammer. Oh boy. Oh boy. It's a hammer! Good try, buddy. Shout out podcast numbers 16? Sure. 16. We got a bell for Christmas. I want to thank uh, Hurricane Paul. Yeah, there you go. As we have our uh, our uh, Punch Face Fridays now, we're getting more and more legit. We got some a couple titles. We got a ring bell now, so that's pretty uh, pretty sweet. Speaking of Christmas, it is 16, right? Podcast 16? Uh, 17? 15? 16? No, 16? I th- 16, I think. 16? I don't know how to count. Uh, that's okay, buddy. You don't have to. It's Christmas. <laughs> or just just finished. Anyway, speaking of Christmas, buddy, how was your Christmas? Oh, you know, it was it was chill. Yeah? What'd you get Nothing up to? crazy. Yeah. Just have some liquor and hang out? Couple... A little brunch, a little breakfast. Or sorry, a little... That's the same thing. <laughs> uh... <laughs> You know, lunch, breakfast, and dinner. You remember that saying from, uh, well, maybe you might have been two years old or something, from The Simpsons, when Marge almost cheats on Homer with that bowling guy? He wants to take Marge out for lunch. It's not quite breakfast, and it's not quite brunch, or lunch, but it comes with a slice of cantaloupe. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't remember that at all. (laughs) Anyway, I can't remember the guy's name. Old school Simpsons episode. I do remember the episode, but I don't remember anything like that. Um, But yeah, it was nothing crazy. It never is. It's yeah. nice. Just relax with the family. Yeah. I went, uh, so we're in Calgary. I went just north, kind of Edmonton, Sherwood Park, right beside Edmonton. And every year, man, Christmas Day, I got to take that highway, and it snows, and it's cold. And uh, But uh, as I tell my missus, um, I consider it uh, lucky when we get a, uh, a year like this where the roads are good, there's not a bunch of cars in the ditch. It's cold as hell, but... Uh, um, you know, escaped one this year, pretty easy drive. So and that made that made Christmas a little easier. Obviously, I got a little cub. Uh, you know, so him being four years old kind of reignites Christmas. Uh, it was pretty fun. You know, just it was fun to have the Christmas season. To be honest, he's he's just old enough now that he understands Christmas. As I explained in the last podcast, where you know, I mean, Santa got into an issue. But uh, uh, I even admit that now it's over. I'm like, oh, no. What? Take the tree down. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, now what, man? Like, what, what do we look forward to now? But, you know, Christmas uh, season was fun with the four-year-old. Um, New anyway, Year's. today's show. Nice one. You look forward to New Year's. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he, he will have a little, you know, 10-minute New Year's party at 7 o'clock so we can all be in bed <laughs> by 9. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so today's show, guys, um, we're going to talk about, uh, we're just going to, I'm sorry, by the way, if you hear any background noise, there's just some uh, jujitsu going on, so if you hear some background talking, uh, ignore it. Don't worry about it. Just, just uh, jujitsu guys, you know. Yep, smelly jujitsu. Always ruin our party. <laughs> but uh, uh, no biggie. The gym's alive, but uh, just because the gym is kind of officially closer class doesn't mean there's not stuff happening. 
Uh, today's episode, um, not so much about what's happening in the fight world. It's kind of quiet right now for obviously the sort of year-end break. So today we're going to have a couple top threes. We were very active on social media asking people what their top threes were or, or top threes for us. I know the top threes and I have my own answers. These are all pretty much fresh for you. So you're going to use your uh, your fight knowledge and bust them right out on the spot. So that's going to be awesome. Bring it. And uh, uh, as well as our, our sort of year-end, um, you know, best of 2021. That we that I tried to make it so that I saw the fights I saw or, or tried to watch. But... Uh, Dude, I got to admit, uh, once I started trying to figure out, like, kind of fight of the year, boxing, KO of the year, like, mm-hmm. you start realizing, like, I probably forgot more fights than I than I remember. Yes. So, holy cow, it's kind of hard. So, like, you have to, yeah, like, 12 months ago, it was still January. <laughs> yeah. Crazy fights probably happening in January, February, and you don't even... Exactly, exactly. Realize it. So I had to go back, but... uh, So now, by the way, these are my KOs and fights of the year and all that good stuff, as well as my friend Chris over here. Uh, um, For whatever reason, so maybe you like the style of which the KO happened or the magnitude of the fight, so there's nothing official here, okay? So take it easy. Yeah, get out of here. There's no (laughs) awards. We're not sending these guys checks. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Just just in our opinion that we can remember and the fights that we watched. I I try not to do any just research Google like that. I try to make it it the fights that I I know about. Uh, Okay. Also, real quick, I did want to talk about the ECL. Edmonton Combat League. It's back on. Yeah. Do we have a date? There is. No, it's back on. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, February 25th? February twenty fifth. Sorry, does that sound correct? I, I I'm, I'm something like that. Maybe I think so. Anyways, it's back on and they're pumping it up huge. Some big fights on it. Yeah, good, great for Canadian Muay Thai. Um, I know there might be a couple lineup changes or people added. Like uh, I don't think Scott McKenzie will be fighting. I think he got injured down in uh, Mexico. He had a fight, so I don't. I know he was gonna fight Matt Kendall originally. So I, I would assume that fight's probably off. Um, I'm not sure about anything else at this point, but it, it was it was a hell of a fight card leading up to it, and uh, uh, it's going to be it looks like a great event uh, um, coming around the corner here. Well, they have a, a so yeah, February 25th, Edmonton Combat League is going down, and they actually have a uh, kind of like a boxing day week sale going on. So, 15% off discount on all ticket until midnight January 1st. Just enter the code midnight to save 15%. At ECL on your tickets, so oh no way, yeah, jump on that. I'm, I will be doing that. I'm gonna go see that for sure. Yeah, man. It's that four man tournament. Ten thousand dollar winner. They got yeah you know, Tim Lowe. They got um, well, and now we've got to see some of these cats fight. You know, we we can kind of assess a little better. Uh, yeah, yeah, you exactly. Know? It's gonna be a, a riot. I can't wait. Awesome. All right, ECL coming around the corner. All right, my friend. Um, do you want to do of the year stuff to start before our top threes? A million top threes that we got from everybody? Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. Let's do the, of the years. Of the year. I apologize. I might need to take a sec here. Uh, um, between flipping through my phone and uh, and the book I wrote down. So, well, well let's start with uh, kind of MMA or, or sort of UFC, I guess. Or MMA, doesn't really matter. Uh, who is your sort of UFC or MMA KO of the year? Uh, I have to go with Sug Rose kicking Wang Zhei Fei in the face. Is that right? Yeah, man. It was yeah. a <laughs> beautiful kick. The magnitude of that was pretty big. That too, right? Yeah. She was a very big underdog, wasn't she? Yeah, I think so. So she's going to get eaten alive and then just goes and 
as she was against Young Jay Chick was another yeah, dog. Yeah. You know. Uh, Doug Rose. And then she won and then she beat her again by decision the same year too. Yeah. Like man. Yeah, recently. Yeah. Uh I had a toss up too because I also had uh uh I was really impressed with Corey Sandhagen versus Frankie Edgar, that jump knee to the face. Yeah. I remember when I was watching that and just, just during the fight, uh Sandhagen threw a kick I think that missed. And kind of backed up with his hands down, pretty chilled. And Edgar was coming in, and in my mind, I'm like, what the hell are you doing, kid? Yep. And Boom. right when I, yeah, oh, hey, dude. Speaking of jump knees, did you see that video of that weigh-in at, in Russia? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? It's hardcore. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, what runs through your head that, like, bro, I'm going to jump knee this guy in the face? Of, I, I, these two guys squared off at weigh-ins, and <laughs> the other guy didn't like it, so he jumped knee the guy in the face and knocked him flat out on his ass. Like... Like, yeah, man, and he was stiff for a little bit. Like, he looked okay. But I'd like to know if that fight happened the next night. Yeah, it like, is Russia, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Shake it off. You're good. Um, and, and if if I could be in that guy's corner or something, um, oh, well, if I could live in that guy's head, like jump knee in the face. Like, why wouldn't you punch him or headbutt him or something? Jump knee. <laughs> jump knee. Beautiful. He, he was. He's probably been working on it all fight camp. <laughs> <and> just so <laughs> anxious to pull it off. Wow. Like, yeah, uh, that was pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, there you go. So, um, I was really impressed with that that Corey Sandhagen knockout. Uh, it was kind of. A, and now I have an honorable mention. Obviously, that kind of piston of a right hand, uh, Kamaru Usman versus Jorge Masvidal. Yeah, that was. That was a beautiful. As, yeah, as big of a right hand as you're gonna see. Beautiful. Awesome. I've talked about this before too. Uh, Henry Hooft down at Samford MMA, they they love when they're they're orthodox to orthodox. They reach on the mere side, so left hand right. reaches for the the right hand, and then they throw. So it kind of puts them off the center line, and then they throw the straight right hand down the center. And you see that get their their guys are throwing that. They step left with their left hand, pull their opponent's right hand, or slightly, or you know, parry it, and uh, throw that right hand on the pipe. But man, something else. Uh, as well, uh, that's UFC. Never mind. All right. Whatever. How uh, about, uh, keep, keeping on, I guess, UFC, MMA or whatever. Yeah, well, yeah. For my KO of the year is, yeah, Thug Rose for MMA. Yeah, yeah. Okay, how about your MMA fight of the year? MMA fight of the year. Mm. Max Holloway versus, was it, uh, Calvin Qatar, Cater. Oh, yeah, oh, man. Where he, he scored a record. I mean, it was a one-sided fight. I'm the best boxer in MMA. Is he yeah. screaming, dodges punches? <laughs> that was so awesome. That was unbelievable performance. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's unbelievable a bad performance. I agree. Actually, it wasn't a MMA fight, really. Hey, just a. I could stand boxing. up. Yeah, yeah, that was but, good, man. Hey. Yeah, that was fantastic hey, hey, to watch. Yeah, that's the kind of fight you like, man. Hey, I, fantastic that's my to kind watch. Of fight. Uh, my was MMA. it? Sorry, was it Go him? Ahead. There was a clip of it. Him telling him how to like block. Or throw the punch or something during the fight. Oh, I don't. I didn't Max see that. Max Holloway. No like, way. <laughs> grab somebody's hand. He's like, "No, this is how you do it." No. Yeah, there's a clip of it. I don't know if it was that fight. Oh, how embarrassing! <laughs> but he's like, "No, no, no! Try this." Like oh. he grabs his hand, do it like this in a fight during the fight. You let a man grab your hand and correct your punch. Yeah, fired. <laughs> oh man! Wow, do you don't know. Who I don't know was? if it's that fight, but I know it was Max Holloway. Good lord. That's a savage of a man. Awesome. So that's my yeah, he's MMA back, dude. fight of the year. Um, 
My MMA fight of the year is uh, Justin Gagey versus Michael Chandler. Uh, <laughs> I it's crazy, guys. P- pissed my wife off. She was in the bath. My kid was asleep. I just <laughs> jumped out of my couch. Oh, my God. Like, like Daddy, quiet. These guys clearly did not plan for round two. I can't believe it went to a decision. Like They, they had no plans for round two. <sighs> Reckless. Loved it, man. I love it. Like, uh, Gagey's a crazy animal. Oh, it's great. And so was Chandler. Like, he ate that monster uppercut yeah. and got back up. That's, yeah, that's a savage human being, man. Both those guys. Watching the highlights of that the other day, actually. What do you think's next for those guys? I, uh, what way to that? Poirier, Gaethje again? Oh, yeah. They can, I oh, don't yeah. know, man. That division is... Yeah, kind of wonky and kind of guys can move up and down in there. I hear a rumor. If McGregor gets healed, he'll just get a fight. Because he's McGregor. I'm thinking, uh, again, I I, mean, I, mean, I said this last podcast. I just heard this. Uh, listen, I think Brendan Shaw is kind of a dork, but he's pretty good at like sort of predicting roadmaps for fights. I got to admit that. And uh, I like this whole theory on just from what he sees and can put things together that uh, uh, he sees Connor and Nate Diaz probably happening. Because Nate Diaz is at the end of his contract. Oh, happy New Year. Happy New Year's. <laughs> Having a couple of libations for the end of the year podcast? Uh, what are you drinking about? Connor it? and Nate again? Is that what you said? Well, yeah, trilogy though, yeah. One one apiece? I don't want any part of that. Are you insa- I, I don't. want all of that. I don't. I want them to smash the shit out of each other. <laughs> There's a, uh, I don't know, like when you go on your Instagram, like feed, not feed, but the search. Which is yeah, you know what I mean. Whatever yeah. it's called, I keep getting bring to, brought to this one video of Nate walking through the UFC. It's on someone's camera, and he like someone's talking shit. So he goes, Ugh, and the guy <laughs> freaks out. And now was wasn't that? I think that was Leon everywhere. Edwards. Was it Leon Edwards? I think so. Oh, I could be wrong. What? I thought. <laughs> yeah, that was so bad. You got punked really hard. Yeah, <laughs> your drink goes flying. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> Did you see what Nate Diaz had to say about the uh, Paul brothers there? He had a funny uh, tweet, sort of like, uh, I guess the Paul brothers had security to keep Nate Diaz away. And and he was just like, oh, listen, man, you know, kind of like, listen, I, I, I'm a real fighter. You, you don't have to be like that. You know, you can find me when you want, but listen, let's just be friends, boys. You know, I, I'm no threat. I know you guys are just entertainers. I'm a fighter, real fighter. I'm no threat. Don't worry. You know, like, like kind of like, you know, it's okay, little kids. You keep know? it real. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, he's a bad dude. Um, you wouldn't be interested in seeing them go? I don't think so. No? I gotta, I gotta be real with you, man. I, I, obviously we, we had, uh, some f- kind of fun run-ins with a friend of Conor McGregor's, uh, Key and Cowley when we were in Mexico fighting, when you were fighting. And just stayed in touch, man. Nice guy and everything. But, so you, you got a little insight into Conor McGregor and, and stuff like that. And, and I, I was rooting for him for a long time, but dude, I can't anymore. No. I got. I got to be real. I, I'd love to see the fight, and I hope Connor loses. I hope. I, um, Ship has sailed for me, man. It's not not a fan of that guy, but but I agree that that fight should have happened a while ago. Um, what the hell are we talking about? MMA fight of the year, Kaylee year, fight of the year, Chandler. That's right. Yep. Um, let's move on to boxing. Boxing. Your KO of the year in boxing. <sighs> well, you sound so enthused. There's a lot. There's an argument. Uh-oh. What? Jake Paul versus Woodley. How dare you? Mm-hmm. How dare you? I was going to say that as a joke. 
It's a pretty flipping off gross KO, man. That's so bad. <laughs> but yeah, I guess I'm insulting boxing just by calling it boxing. In that case, it's going to be uh, Oscar Valdez versus Miguel Burchelt. Left hook round ten, um, and check it out on you know Google and stuff. Uh, Burchelt was was throwing. Reaching a little too far, and Oscar Valdez kind of step, uh, uh, slid back and slipped, slid back and slipped, and then as uh, as Burchelt was going to throw another punch, uh, Valdez just planted his feet, recognized Buddy was reaching a little too far, and uncorked a left hook. It was beautiful. Um, that <coughs> the reality is, I love the style of how that happened, and he was an underdog, so that's my KO of the year. Nice, Oscar Valdez versus Miguel Burchelt. Beautiful. And then your boxing fight of the year? Boxing fight of the year has to be Wilder Fury 3. Oh, uh, yeah. Loved it. Great fight. Yeah. Great fight. Um, I love the build-up. I, 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 it's hard not to, you know, have a build-up with uh, Fury. I'm not a Wilder fan, so I was, uh, I was looking forward to that one a lot. By the way, I do want to give a quick shout-out to, uh, excuse me, an honorable mention to uh, Zepeda versus Vargas first-round knockout. In boxing, that was something beautiful too. But uh, how about you, man? Boxing knockout of the year. Boxing K of the year. Uh, he didn't knock him out, but it's on paper. It's a TKO. Canelo versus Saunders. Oh, he retired yeah. on the stool. Yeah, right. Yeah, but what a beatdown. Oh yeah, man. And I, I genuinely thought so Billy Joe Saunders had a chance. Those uppercuts. I yeah. did too, honestly. Dude, yeah. smacked him. Smashed him. And then my fight of the year for boxing is Loma versus Lopez. Um, Tiafimo Lopez. Oh yeah, man, that's right. Jeez, that I happened mean, this year. Like yeah, early this year. Oh my year. goodness. You know, we all thought Lone was gonna walk through this kid, and then yeah, he had, he overcome adversity too. Lopez later in the fight, didn't he? I thought he got dropped. Jeez, I can barely remember the fight now. I'm pretty sure it was a good fight. Yeah, it was a good fight. Yeah, just. Loma just shut him down. He just looked like look like Mike Tyson in there too. Like Lopez is huge, huge for the weight. I think he said he's going up recently and done fighting at that weight. It's probably a good call. Um, Loma's also very small. Yep, yep, that's he's true. He's always a smaller guy. Uh, speak, uh, speaking of which, I, I'm starting to hear a lot of noise about uh, ferocious Cambosos, George Cambosos Jr. Uh, and uh, Lomachenko. Hey, yeah, good, sweet. Yeah, yeah, and and, and you know, for if anything, that uh, just for the magnitude of the fight. Um, he deserves that, that sort of big fight like that. You know? That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, obviously, I'm assuming going to happen. I, I don't know how all the behind-the-scenes garbage works, but I would assume Australia, but I don't know. Maybe you can make more money in the U.S. I, I don't know. But either way, he's the champ. He's the man. George Kimbosis. That was great. Yeah. Uh, I, I, we don't have a, a category of fighter of the year, but for boxing, he's got to be it, hey? Probably. George Kimbosis? Yeah. For boxer of the year, uh, yeah, you shut your mouth right now. No, you know it's Canelo. <laughs> Just because he's more active. Uh, I don't know how many fights Cambosos had this year. I only know of the one, to be honest. And think of, but Canelo's he's such two. an underdog, though, man. Like, and he took a bunch of belts, all of them, all the belts. Yeah, I guess so. You know? But I'll say Canelo. I hear you. You know, I, I love that Canelo's a gambling man, and you know he's the one who says it. If you're not taking risks, what are you doing? You know, like I, 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 I definitely love that about Canelo. Um, who's your? What's your fight of the year? No, no, we can't get there yet. Oh, okay. Let's talk kickboxing. Wait, wait, wait. What was your boxing fight of the year, though? Oh, Loma versus Lopez. Oh, sorry, my bad, my bad. That's right. 
so where are we on now? Kickboxing? Let's go to kickboxing, yeah. All right. Kickboxing. You know, outside of one, I actually don't watch a ton of kickboxing anymore, like Glory. That's true. Um, but I have caught a couple fights here and there. All right. So my KO of the year in kickboxing is Chingiz Alazov versus, in the first round of the tournament, Chingiz Alazov, not really knowing much of him, versus Sammy Santa. Oh, yeah. He just hey. smashed him. <laughs> that was great, hey? Yeah, that was a beatdown. I loved it. Um, Let me see here. I, I, I uh, Here we go. I wrote it down. Give me one sec. Kickboxing. Fight of the year? KO of the KO. year. KO. Kickboxing KO of the year, without a doubt, without a doubt, obviously, is Superbon versus Petrosian. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, but that's that's your KO of the year. That's my yeah. kickboxing KO of the year. All right. Uh, however, shout out. I don't remember his name. I I, I I was I forgot just as I was coming here. Who's the dude that knocked out Batterhari, man? Oh yeah, yeah. You know oh. that was crazy. I was commentating for the Muay Thai World Cup, uh, for their prospect series in September, and I, <laughs> I remember I'm on air and I'm just kind of flipping through my phone, and I was just totally like, "What?" Like I couldn't believe it. That's huge. That was a nice KO too. Yeah, man, that was great. Yeah, I can't hey? remember the guy's name. That's too bad. And then my kickboxing fight of the year is um, Cedric Dumbe versus Myrtle Gronhart. Oh yeah, yeah. That was good back and forth. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I'm not a big fan of Myrtle Gronhart. No, me neither. Um, and I like C- Cedric Dumbe. Yeah. He's a badass. Yeah, yeah. Myrtle fought uh, a dude that you fought there, Teo yep. Mikhailic from Croatia. Yep. Yeah. Hey, look, that was in Vegas. Looking back on that fight, by the way, I was kind of thinking of this fight today, that fight that you had with Teo. Um, what do you take away from fighting him? What, what were some strengths and weaknesses? I, I just, just for my own, while we're, we're on the kind of subject of Gronhart and blah, 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 and me and you and... I was thinking of this. Just, I'm just curious. Now that it's been a while, what were what were some, what were some things that you took away? Like he was good at, and and maybe that you found you were better at. Just out of curiosity. Uh, I thought he would be a way harder puncher than he was. He had pillow hands, but his leg kick sucked. He was a very hard kicker. Obviously, he broke my arm. He had big legs and a big booty on him, man. Yeah, he kicked really freaking hard. But I thought he'd be able to punch really hard. And then looking like. I should have just planted my feet and swung hands. Swung hands because I yeah. think I would have. They're fast. He was a pretty good fast. Fast was left. Yeah, hand. good combos, but I could have walked through those punches like. Yeah, well, and I guess I kind of did, but yeah, yeah, I think I could have. Yeah, bit down a bit more and just chucked hands with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you could have said that for a lot of guys. I, I if there's anything that that I, I wish we could get a little more out of you when you were fighting was. When I, with your your Use belief, of hands. yeah, you yeah. know, on the pads, you know, but I know pads isn't fighting, but, but, but because of that, you you were so much, you know, you know, you, great Muay Thai, just just the boxing's a whole different thing. But anyway, uh, yeah, that was a, that was a good tough fight. Um, looking back on that for me, that was uh, what was that FFC? Yep. What was that? What was that final fight championship? Final no, yeah, final fighting championship. Yeah. In the fight dome, Las Vegas. <laughs> it's weird. The There's like dome. 50 people, not even, man. 30 in the crowd. Yeah. But crazy. It was all for TV. Crazy lights, TV, screens, and yeah, it was wild. You know what's crazy? Remember walking out? Like, oh, no, you got to do your walkout again. It wasn't on TV. So they sent me back to the dressing room and then made me walk <laughs> oh, yeah, slowly. Dude. Like, no, too fast, slow. 
with the camera in my face, slow dude. Yeah, dude. like right. I'm like, come on, man, just get me to the <laughs> ring. Oh, yeah. oh man, I forgot all about that. Yeah, and they gave me this shirt to wear. Uh, it's on my Instagram. <laughs> hey, yeah, you gotta wear this. Like, there's no way I'm wearing this, bro. I gave it to a, like an eight year old kid here. Like, you know, it's for TV. You have to like. It's just, like trying to put on a child's wetsuit. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> man. There's just no way. But what a wild experience. Anyway, um, so that was your fight of the year. Yeah, Cedric there. Doomba yep. versus. Uh, mine was uh, bringing him up again. Shout out to Chingiz Alzal versus uh, Enrico Kell. Oh, yeah. I thought that was a, a fun back-and-forth kickboxing fight. Was it Chingiz? Was it not? Wasn't it David Kiria? Oh, David Kiria. My bad. Because Chingiz knocked out. Yep. Yeah. Yep. My bad. My bad. I meant Kiria. Yep. They look identical, according to my wife. They do. And they do. But <laughs> they uh, do. that's who I meant. Yeah. That, that was a fun one. I love that back-and-forth. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to, there's a lot of kickboxing out there, but like I said, I, I can't watch them all obviously, but, but one is the most popular. What's wrong with your eye, buddy? Hurt your eye? Dude, I was giving my dog a kiss today. Okay. And he turned his head and his whiskers went straight into my eyeball. Ooh. And it's it really irritated. Hurts. Yeah, man. It, every time I move my eyeball, it's like I got sand in there. Shout out to Woody. <sighs> sorry, buddy. I was just trying to kiss him, man. Well, so cute. I'm sorry. Yeah, he is cute. It's all good. All right, buddy. Uh, kickboxing. Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Say Muay Thai for last, except for the overall, because Muay Thai is our jam. Yep, that's right. My right. KO of the year. Mark the year? McKinnon. Mark McKinnon, eh? That Versus, was big, uh, dude. Bane Vladislav. Yeah, I don't know your first name. Yeah. Look, I watch so much Muay Thai. There's KOs. Like, if you watch <laughs> stadiums, like, it's KO every day. Yeah. And I'm not going to remember the people's names. Exactly. But I saw this one live from 10 feet away. And I was shocked, man. I went back and watched it, our commentary. All I said was, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was stunned, man. I was like, that shit just happened. Because it happened quick. Like, Yeah, it totally caught me off guard. Yeah. Man. That's why I freaked out. Like, I was thinking, I'm hoping these guys can trade a few rounds. I'm like, oh, like, he's down. Oh, my God. Right on the button. Yeah, that was a big one. That yeah. was a good, big knockout. Jeez, you know, I'm going to have to agree with you. But... um. Yes, yes. By how excited and the magnitude of it for my, my eyes, without a doubt, Mark McKinnon winning the Intercontinental National International Intercontinental In, uh, International International WBC title, first time ever fought for Canadian soil. We got to commentate. It, that was pretty super sweet, cool. Man. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. Congrats, Mark. Uh, I don't have anything for you. Congrats. You get a promotion, just no raise. <laughs> <laughs> What's your fight of the year? Uh, but, but hold on, I, oh. I, I do want to give a shout out though to uh, Tawan Chai's head kick versus Sean Clancy. Uh, same like Thug Rose, just smack. Yeah. yeah, tried to lean back and just got slapped right on the chin. But even before that, he was no. I I, th I think Sean Clancy's up. Yeah, man, Tawan Chai's just on another level. Yeah, as well as Nongo versus Rodlek, that beautiful one-two we were talking about oh, a one-two. Yeah, right down the pipe, man, bang bang, and Rodlek kind of fights like a goon, you know, and I, that. There you go, you know, and and you know what they say about chins. Not that always everyone can get knocked out, but once it goes, sometimes a lot of fighters, you know, mm -hmm. that especially those who love to use their chin as a weapon, a defense. Right, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But uh, but as excited as I was about those, it, it was not as big as Mark McKinnon. No, yeah, it's all right, man. Fight of the year, How about fight of the year for you. My fight of the year is, it's a toss-up between 
Jake's two fights in the UK. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just because I was there. Sure, and, like, yeah. The first fight was awesome. Well, so man. what was the first fight again? Who was that? Versus uh, Federico. Right, right. When he got TKO'd growing shot. <laughs> right. Growing shot. Yeah. How are you? How? How are you feeling about that? Like, how was the magnitude building up? Like, yeah, that's a that's a pretty big fight for him at the time. It was, yeah, it was that's big, a big step man. up. We trained hard, and he was like in the back. He's amped up. It was, it was awesome. The crowd was crazy. Where was that? That was, where was that? Scotland? Yeah, that was in. Uh, yeah, that was in Glasgow. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. Nice, and obviously he got a TKO win, but he was pulling out crazy stuff like missed a high kick, so axe like reverse axe kicks him in the yeah quad, man, and slick. like yeah, <laughs> it was everything was going the right way. It was awesome, and then obviously the other one, just a six weeks after in London, yeah, didn't get the win, but it was still a great fight. Different vibe, different atmosphere at that one, but. Just being over there and being around um, the UK scene, which I admire so much. Yeah, me too. It's really I'm shout out to it's the UK really cool. Muay Thai scene. Uh, there's a you know one of the one of the best females to ever fight, Iman Barlow. You know, she came to Canada. And <laughs> we were talking about the UK scene, and she was like, "Oh my god, how, like how do you guys know so much about us?" Like, like yeah, it's it's great, man. You know, a lot of talented fighters coming out of their fights all the time. <laughs> She's like, you've heard of Charlie Peters? Yeah. Oh, he does my hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. But uh, yeah, shout out to her. That was a fun weekend, to be honest. You, you win a big fight. Live on the Fight Network. TKO versus a guy looking for a UFC, you know, MMA guy. That was good. Yeah. Good weekend. So my fight of the year goes to Jake Peacock. Fight. You win a high five, buddy. Fight of the year? Oh, yeah. yeah. You just combine them? Yeah, I yeah. got you. Yeah, shout out to Jake Peacock from Calgary, Dunamis. Congrats, Chris. Chris gets you get Chris's title. So yeah, I have something for you. You can take a picture. Oh, podcast. Okay, okay, yep. that's cool. That's all you get. I dig it. Um, what are we doing? Muay Thai? Muay Thai fight of the year? Yes, sir. Muay Thai fight of the year. Uh, I liked Mongkol Pet versus Elias Mamudi. I thought that was a fun one. I liked Rod Tang versus Mini T. Danny Mini T. That was pretty fun for dude who took that on super short notice. He did really well, Rod Tang. Yeah. Shouldn't let people punch him in the face like that. No, no, he shouldn't. But, uh, you, you know, um, again, I, I was live and I, I, I like, I like seeing heart. I know, I know it's weird to say, but like. People don't know, like, when ha- sometimes like, we talked about the last, last podcast, so you got to dig deep. You, sometimes you're not even listening, man. You're just trying to f- survive or win, you know, like, you're, you're just on instinct. So, in that sense, I loved uh, Kyle Messenger versus Eric Rocha. Nice. That was a really fun one, man. That was so much fun. That was that was all grit, all heart. They both, you, you kind of knew, they knew, you know, that it was going to be that kind of fight, and they, they walked into the fight, the you know, into the trenches, man, and willing to dig themselves out and see who comes out first. It was great. Loved it. Shout out to you, chaps, man. That was a great fight. Uh, all right, man. Mm-hmm-hmm. Is that it? We did fight of the year. Okay, that's it. So, but. Oh, no. We got to do overall. Yes. Yeah. Which mine have, you have said both of mine. Overalls. Okay, that's okay. I probably have said my own as well. Yeah. Who is your knockout of the year? Here, here. 
Superbon, KO and Petrosian. My God. Superbon versus Petrosian. That's mine too. That was the knockout heard around the world. Heard around the world, man. Yeah. That was wild. (laughs) It drove my wife crazy for a few days after. I literally was like, I can't believe believe that happened. (laughs) Yeah, you said that around here too. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I can't believe that happened. Yeah. Uh, That was huge, man. Uh, Oh, boy. Um, Yeah, man. That was that was great. It's crazy. Have a fight of the year? My fight of the year is Fury versus Wilder. Yeah, yeah, that was so much fun. Yeah, that was the most fun I've had watching a fight in a long time. Just because we got together with the boys and had a couple drinks and yeah, screaming, "Oh my god!" Yeah, and it was yeah. a wild fight. My wife, I shouted to the wife, but you weren't home, so I was allowed to scream and you know <laughs> say, say stupid stuff. Um, I thought of that one too. Yep, that's mine as well. Cool. I had a, I had a toss between that one and Gagey Chandler, but I was just sitting on the couch. My you know wife was pissed at me. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't do it right. Where when it was just the boys and you know the kids not asleep. Hey, listen, I can't be shouting when the kids asleep. I get it. But uh, uh, just without her there, you know, I can I can get wild. So that was it. Wilder Fury three. That was a gooder. That was so good. Awesome. Uh, hey, by the way, guys, drop us your um of the year stuff. I mean, I'm very curious as well what you guys think. And uh, I don't care whose official list it is. I'm just let's just talk fights. I love it. Uh, all right, man. Should we do our top three? All these top threes we got. Yeah, hit us. All right. So I, hit I, me. Yeah, we made we made Instagram posts, uh, social media posts, you know, Facebook. So um, these are top threes from myself and and uh, students and everybody else that that got involved here. Uh, first of all, let me have a sweep of my delicious Mott's Clamato Caesar, sweet and spicy. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. Mango chili, delish. It's not bad, hey. Mm. Dark poop and mango would be good. I love mango. Uh, Come on, it wouldn't be terrible. All right. Here we go. So coming in from uh, a while ago, uh, number five, ranked WBC Canadian, uh, Justin Parsons. Hey, Justin, buddy. I got to admit, I feel a little bad. I know I got to send you a parcel, but I got good news for you. It's, it's kind of like a, like a lottery almost, like... Every week I forget to send you something. It grows bigger. So I promise the longer you wait, the better it gets. I'll get it out to you, man. I apologize. <laughs> but uh, anyway, <laughs> um, I thought you had a good one, though. Top three bloodiest fights. Top three bloodiest fights. Um, oh, oh, there we go. Top three bloody. I got first one. Number one for me is uh, Cain Velasquez versus Antonio Bigfoot Silva. There's uh, a lot of blood in that head. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of head. <laughs> um, dude, there was so much blood. I remember reading or, or hearing an interview after. Well, first of all, you could see there was so much blood that Cain uh, uh, Velasquez was slipping on it. With was physically slipping under That's his feet. so gross. And he said that he could smell it. Like, it was in the air. You could smell the copper. Like, there was uh, so much blood. Yeah. He yeah, was it's got a copper smell. Dude, he was covered in someone else's blood. Ugh. Yeah. That's my number one for sure. Uh, number two, uh, Joe Daddy Stevenson versus BJ Penn. Yeah, that's mine, man. It was squirting out of his head. Yeah, that picture. Squirting. Excuse me. I totally was burping in the microphone. My bad. Uh, yeah, man, when he was squeezing him there and squirting out his forehead. And, just, and then once he taps out, and it looks like he's crying. I mean, I'm not disrespecting him, but it just looks like that in the photo. But he's just covered in blood like a horror movie. Ugh. 
terrible. Gross. Uh, and number three, uh, it's not so much the fight, but I believe it was referee Tony Weeks' shirt. Oh, yeah. For the Badu Jack fight, that giant, gnarly forehead cut he had. He looked like he came out of a slaughterhouse from sliding around on the floor. Yeah, his shirt was sticking to him and stuff. Oh, dude, that was nasty. What a gentleman that guy is. Tony Weeks? Met him in Vegas, yeah. Oh? Yeah, gentleman. Why is that? Because I asked for a photo, and he was like, yeah, man, cool, what's up? I got a photo of Tony Weeks? Yeah, gentleman. gentleman. Dude, when you got, was it a photo, or you said he met Roy Jones Jr. in Vegas? Dude, I was not happy about that. <laughs> met Roy Jones and got a photo. It was awesome. Oh, I was pissed. I was very smiley. Yeah. I was, I was like, oh, shit. It's Roy Jones. How do you not have three million people behind you? Yeah, that's what I was like. How do you not know? And everyone's walking past. I saw one person out of the, I don't know, five minutes we were standing there talking with him. Kind of walk by and go, oh, that guy looks familiar. Looks that's familiar. It. That's freaking Roy Jones. I'm pissed. No kidding. Yeah. For shame. Um, awesome, man. He had cargo shorts on and like strap-on sandals, <laughs> fanny pack. <laughs> he looked like a dad. He's from Florida or yeah, something. It was great. <laughs> um, yeah, my all-time bloodiest fight buddy. is um, Joe Daddy. Yeah. Just squirting out of his head oh. like a unicorn. Yeah, it's literally squirting, yeah. bro. And uh, I have no idea. I should go back and look on the poster if I can even find it. <clears throat> I don't remember what fight it was, who it was versus. But I know it was in Lethbridge. I got in the ring for my fight. Like I crawled through the, oh, over the yeah? ropes and I was like, oh my God. Really? This is gross, man. There was puddles. It wasn't the bloodiest fight of all time, but it was... There's puddles in the ring. I was like, I hope I don't get swept. Um, I don't know. You don't know what fight that was? Don't know, man. I don't know who it was against. I know it was in Lethbridge, and I was grossed out. Um, what? I don't know. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, we were. You don't know what, who that was, eh? No, I have no idea, but I just remember it was disgusting huh and i was walking in that <laughs> and then here's the other one i do remember i don't know what fight it was but do you remember training we did a training session after fights at song chai stadium oh god yeah. do you remember how gross the ring was i remember so going we were doing shadow boxing i don't know there was like 12 of us in the ring yeah a lot we had to start with shadow boxing so i'm moving around and i get into the corner i was like uh so squishy. Uh, it's like a sponge has sucked up blood and snot and sweat. Oh, bro. So. That was gross. And by then, <laughs> you know, your first trip to Thailand, it was by then right before, you know, you started seeing weird things, bites and marks and rashes and what the hell? Adam's apples, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no joke, but... uh. Oh yeah, that was pretty nasty. Hey, what was I gonna say? Oh, blood, blood though. You know, blood in the mat. So my, fr I remember my first time in the ring, dude. I don't even know how old I was, like, fifteen maybe. Yeah. I get in the. R I was shaking, scared, man. I was so scared. I get in there, and first thing I, I'm like squinting. I can't see anything, right? Because there's lights, and you just kind of. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting, I'm getting ahead of myself. First thing I do is right when I get in, I look at the floor, and I just see dots like it's littered red dots on the mat and it's like like littered like stars in the sky yeah like, man i was like oh sick 
just blood dots yeah, it's so everywhere, gross. bro. I hate getting into a bloody oh. canvas. Like that was the first thing, and the next thing is, you know, as a kid, that was really my first time doing any of this martial arts stuff with my shirt off. So I'm covering my nipples <laughs> <laughs> while I'm squinting, so I can hear people like, "Let's go, Jason!" And I'm like, "What?" Like looking through the ropes. Who said that? Like hole in your chest. There must have been. If there was 300 people there, there must have been 284 going. What is this stupid kid doing in there? <laughs> <laughs> At least he knew how to get into the ring. Oh, boy. Barely. Because there is someone out there who will, will remain unnamed. You know who I'm talking about? But um, There's a video of her trying to get in the ring, and it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Well, you know, there's lots of videos of people yeah. not knowing how to get into the ring. Like, yeah. How do you not know? I remember uh, one time, shout out to Trevor Smandich from Calgary here. I remember he was fighting Dan Tannis Rawlings. I think it was at the Palace. How do you remember the importance names, man? Uh, July 4th, 1924. <laughs> okay, Rayman. Uh, yeah, no kidding, eh? Definitely. Definitely the Palace. And uh, it was too, as a matter of fact. And I remember that uh, uh, right, when, right when Trevor went to push down on the ropes <laughs> and hop in, is when his instructors and cornermen pushed the ropes down. So we, as he went to push down, the ropes were gone. So we just fell right in the ring. <laughs> like, you know, he got up and just kind of like shook it. He, he's a good dude. He just got up and like, ah, well, you know, haha. But uh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, all right, that was good. Buddies fights. All right, That's hilarious. Top three Canadian Muay Thai promotions. Top three Canadian Muay Thai promotions. Yeah. Uh, Journey Fight Series, that'll be number oh, my number one. Yeah, I didn't even think about. They hold a special place anymore. in my heart. Good call, buddy. White Tie World Cup, mm-hmm. and oh man, oh dude, I know there's like a bunch out east and stuff, but. They don't yeah. have enough. And I'm just not familiar. You know, like Canada, Canada is so big. Yeah. You know, it's, we, we, we do kind of separate to sort of east and west. Dude, I'm I'm going to strap say Lyle Cheney Super Fights. Oh! He's been doing it for, what, 20 years? Oh, shit. Probably More? longer. Yeah. Has he ever had huge, huge names coming and fighting? No. Well, yes, been... longer, man. I, I fought there when I was a teenager. Yeah, he's been... He's had Super Fights forever. Good but, call, buddy. So... Dang. That's where people get their start. There's big names that have, like, Tim Lowe started fighting on those. Derek started fighting on those. I remember Derek, it was like his third fight, Shin Guards and Helmet. Yep. I had a couple fights on there. Yeah. I fought on there. Everyone's fought on there. Yeah. That's grassroots. Yeah, for sure. I'm saying it. Yeah. Good call, man. Um, um, Muay Thai World Cup. Why is, why is that? I'm assuming because your, your fight there? Well, it's well. not... Um, when has the WBC been in Canada? Yeah, let's be real. I mean, Kieran coming from England obviously just knows how to promote. I mean, Christ, the guy had a show in Baghdad, and uh, yeah, he's I, promoted before. I, I mean, once or twice. There's that's that's Canada's promotion now, right? Premier promotion. Really, let's is. be honest. It really is. Yeah. So, and Journey Fight Series. Uh, they will be forever my home. That was my home. That was that's who made you really. Hey? That was my home rink. Yeah, buddy. Um, how many fights would you say you had with Journey Fight Series? 
Uh, not including the amateur tournament. Let's not include that. Remember that one? Was, yeah, I don't know. Um, we have to go back and look at the posters on the wall, but at least 10. Yeah, I mean, yeah, three in one night. <laughs> I thought we weren't counting those. Oh, I, I meant, sorry, I meant like the daytime ones when he fought for the CM. Oh, that wasn't uh, journey a journey series. thing. That's true. But that the same venue, though. Same venue, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There's got to be at least 10, hey? Yeah, 10. 10 like probably a good number. But yep. yeah, it was cool, man. And uh, uh, man, it'd be cool to see a promotion like that come back. Hey, I got to be real with you. So, oh, ECL's, I think, uh, doing that now. I think ECL's doing a good job. Well, and they're getting. Listen, no. I'm not. I'm not being political. I'm just. I'm just telling you what's up. But there's a reason we can't have big fight cards in Calgary. People can't afford the commission costs and how much it costs to run a fight card. It's, I'm not. It is uh, what it is, man. Like it's outrageous. I'm, right, and I. I it, I'm not. I'm not shitting on nobody. Whatever. It, it is what it is. But it. I. I genuinely think. Well, it. It is. It's stopping promotions from happening here. But I think them. I. Mm. Moving on. <laughs> All right. I I guess I would just. I, I'd be interesting to see if if we could get proper commission costs. Not com- proper commission costs. That's not right. But man, it's it's pretty outrageous from what I understand, and it's really gonna stop it happening here. Like it'd be sweet to have a fight card, but when it's at, when it's an actual financial risk, it's just gonna stop everybody. I mean, you're not gonna give, you know most people aren't gonna get rich doing martial arts yeah. or teaching martial arts or you know. Yeah, but I think uh, you got to discount the past two years because of what with uh, with yeah, the hoops man. you've had to go through. Yeah, but I think between the Muay Thai World Cup, WTM, Bellegarde's Dragons, Mike Miles, I think there's been enough shows. Yeah, like there's uh, Medicine Hat, Red Deer, Lethbridge. If anything, uh, Alberta's pumping out the or kind of usually pumps out the shows. I'd love to see something happen in BC more often or, you know. Pro Muay Thai, kickboxing is illegal in BC, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, Think of the extreme mountain sports you can do in British Columbia. It's just give it, give it uh, another 10 years. You think that all long, these eh? old school like Mike Bonney talks about all the time the old school karate guys for like guys in his from his class um they're the you know I think the UFC gets blamed for this all the time they have like old school karate guys with like the breaking of the boards elbows stuff <laughs> right. it's too dangerous to be elbowing people yeah you know yeah. it's too dangerous right <laughs> right they still have those crazy beliefs Steven Seagal's the man and all that good stuff. I don't know. Canada's a huge, bloody place. So, Small population, second largest country in the planet, man. It's, it's crazy. It's impossible to keep everything. I know Muay Thai Canada tried yep. getting everybody on the same page, but we're just too big. Yep, yep. It is what and it it's is. crazy, man, the <laughs> difference between here and next door, Alberta. <laughs> Sorry, next door, BC. The rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had a fight versus Greg Lamont. In Victoria, we were told modify Muay Thai. And in Alberta, that just means uh, no knees to the head and no elbows. And then during the rules meeting at the venue a few hours before the fight, it's very different. It, it was glory rules. You're like, what? Like, dude, that's not what you said to us. 
It's no big deal. Uh, very true. Still, you know, smashed him with your kicks, but. No, I know. It's just you dapped on the fly, but. Yeah. It's just crazy, the discrepancies. and Yeah, but as a coach, that pisses you off. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and then I'm sure there's, as, as you keep going down the provinces, you know, there's different rules. Yeah, it's it's silly. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's, it's just a huge country. Uh, mine is uh, Muay Thai World Cup. I mean, obviously, I think they're the premier. I love commentating for them. Um, love what's happening with them. Looking forward to it taking off. You know, Mark just announced, you know, world title fight versus Gerardo Atti March. Yeah, that was like just an hour before we started doing this. Yeah, it's official now. So Mark going for a WBC world title. That's pretty darn big. In his own. It's happening here? Yeah. <laughs> In Calgary. That's so crazy. WBC world title. On home In turf. Calgary. In Calgary. Not outside of Calgary. I hear this is happening in Calgary. Uh, you mean to say it's not on the reserve? Wh- which also makes me think that maybe there's something new happening with the commission? Not happening on Cicina Nation. Oh, man, that's cool. Well, know. it doesn't matter where it is. Yeah. I love going out there. That's a great venue. Yeah. That's a badass venue. That's true. But it's really good. It's set up well for a fight. Yes, but I'm curious if, if uh, because now, uh, if it's going to happen in Calgary, that means maybe I'm assuming like Muay Thai World Cup has worked out something with the commission. Maybe that means we can see more Muay Thai in Calgary. Oh, uh-huh. sweet. I don't know. Just just making connections. I also thought that uh, Liam Nolan was going to fight Bocow in Ireland, and that got squished immediately. So, <laughs> I'm just I'm just putting the math, trying to put some some roadmaps together in my head. But anyway, uh, that's going to be awesome for Calgary. It's cool, man. That's a big Muay Thai World Title fight happening in our hometown. That's pretty dope, man. Like it's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. That's happening here. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that uh, I get to commentate that fight. That'd be great. That is the premier belt. That's like the yeah, it's the cream of the crop. It really is. Yeah. What else would you say? W uh, WMC? WMC. Yeah. Yeah. WMC, when I was growing up, was like the belt. To that get. was it, yeah. The first ever WBC Muay Thai belt. Do you know who fought for that? Hmm. How recent? Oh, there was, uh, I think there was two or three fought on the same card, but. How, can you give me a year? Uh, roughly 2008. Fabio Pinka? No. Dang. 2008. Eight. I think to, around there, Dang. you know. I don't know who. John Wayne Parr versus Yeltsin Klai. Oh, no way. Yeltsin Klai won the first ever, and then Nathan Corbett, I believe, won another one. He was oh, the first no heavyweight. Oh, no way. Shit. Quick draw, Western Logger. <laughs> <laughs> Give me another top three. All right, buddy. Next top three. Oh, sorry. My uh, number, uh, sorry, my oh, top yeah. three Canadian Muay Thai promotions. Number uh, number one, Muay Thai World Cup. Number two, ECL. Uh, I know they're fairly new, but I, I, I like what they're doing. And no offense to the Eastern things. I, I just don't, you're so far away. I just don't know what's happening over there as well, right? Just kind of what's in my backyard well, here. And again, different rules. Like, yep, that's true. I don't think they're allowed pro in Ontario, are they? I don't think so, no. Uh... Um, and number three, Mike Miles Promotions. I mean, Mike Miles has been around forever. Um, I remember 
going to my first ever Mike Miles fight card, and uh, I was in grade eight. Whoa. Yeah, at the Rundle College, Northeast Calgary. And uh, I remember seeing some fights with helmet and shin guards, and I was like, I knew it, man. I knew it. This uh, Muay Thai stuff's too deadly. You got to wear protective gear. I knew it. And then <laughs> and then <laughs> later on in the fight card, I see uh, Sokeem Orr from Calgary. Nice. By the way, shout out to him. Dude, that guy is also on like the first couple episodes of Corner Gas. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think... Brent gets a big TV or cable, and he's got it on in the background. You can see Sokeem Moore fighting on a Mike Miles fight card on the TV. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I, I see him fighting somebody. Who who cares? I would assume when I when I think of the timeline, this might have been one of his first couple fights without shin guards or maybe first full Muay Thai. I don't know. He might have been kickboxing. Anyway. No, it was Muay Thai. Here's why. Because they start off slow. They touch shins. They move around. You know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, I knew it, bro. I knew it. Like, this shit's too deadly. You can't hit each other very hard. You know, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> right? And this went on for about 30 seconds. And I'm like, ah, oh, well. You know, Muay Thai's pretty cool. And then, wham! Exactly. Sweat goes flying. Exactly, man. Wham! And I was like, oh, my God. This is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. That's crazy. The Rundle College, that's where I did my first ever uh, karate. karate tournament. Yeah, man. Right on. And uh, on the other side of the curtain, there was a ring set up, and there was kickboxing fights going on. That was Mike Miles. Obviously. Battle of the Rocky Mountains and Prairies. Yeah, man. So Old school. If I'd known back then, there was probably a fight card that night, Yeah, that's right? exactly what they did, yeah. Man, yeah. I wish I knew about kickboxing back then. Yeah. I would have I would have dropped karate on the spot right then. Yeah, light contact like, wow, during the day. that's a boxing ring. I yeah, was like, man. what? My mom took me. Evo Musa. Evo Musa, if you're listening to this, this is a kid oh, this, I went. This to, is a person. This is a kid I went to school with in like elementary. Okay, that's a crazy. And name. I heard he was boxing at uh, some place. This is the first ever combat sport thing I ever saw live. You know the uh, Barlow Maxwell train station. Yeah. Bridgestone Tower. Yeah. There's that building there. Yep. Right now, in there is like a Firestone, right? Yeah, Firestone. Yeah, yeah, not Bridgestone. Fire Firestone. Whatever. Yeah. There's that big warehouse there. Yeah. I don't know what it is now. I think it's a truck accessory place or something. Yeah. Um, huge parking lot. Like, boxing warehouse. smoker fights in there, like an all-day tournament. Red, oh, yeah. co- red, blue, like they all wear the red, blue like, short shirt. I went to that. That was my first ever combat sports live. No way. Yeah. And I watched him fight looking back like it was boring as all hell because it was like amateur boxing. <laughs> right, right. But... um. When was this? What grade? I don't know, man. Elementary. Thanks. So your buddy's fighting elementary school? Yeah. That boy. He was a couple of years older. He was like, yeah. Dang. That's cool. That was cool, man. I was like, <laughs> And then I went, I saw him in the hallway. Like, oh, I saw you fight. He's like, oh, thanks. Right on. I had a juice box after. Yep. And then went and played Chuck E. Cheese. And then my second combat sports live was um, um, at the Curry Barracks. My aunt drove me. I hung out with you and your buddies. We watched Trevor fight the Portuguese guy. We watched like Misty Sutherland knock that chick Michelle out with that Silva. beautiful round knee. Who else fought that night? Uh, Lindsey Ray, backspinning elbow? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I remember um, that. That Macaulay Culkin looking cat. Yeah, that was a... And then, that was a good fight card. Then there's the super fights at Max Bell. Remember that? There's a K1 came to Calgary or something. Gladiator Challenge. Something, something like that. I do remember. Yeah, Lee Mean fought on that, right? Yeah. I do yeah. remember that. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's crazy. I do remember that. Um, all right, man. Top three United States Muay Thai gyms. U.S. Muay Thai gyms? U.S. Muay Thai gyms. I'm going to go with Boxing Works because of the coach is legit. Mm-hmm. He did. He grew up in Thailand kind of thing under Sanctinoy. Yep. Ryan Popejoy. He has Jackie Boonton and Janet Todd. Yep. Um, I don't think we ever talked about this, but there's a kid that fights. I don't know if he's a kid. He's probably my age, but there's a southpaw out of there named Nathan Ward. Yep, bad dude. Yep. Yep. I always thought that we would meet. Yeah? I thought that so. That would have been a good fight. I thought we would meet each other. Dang, that would have been a good going. fight. Like, yeah. When I was looking to turn pro. I bet the only reason you didn't is he had quite a long stint in Thailand, didn't he? I saw him fight on Muay Thai, Max Muay Thai yeah, a few he times. Yeah, went to Thailand for a long time. Yeah. yeah I always good. thought we'd cross paths. That would have been a good one. Yeah. Really uh, good clincher and elbows. Yep. Yeah, understands entering the clinch and stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, that gym's phenomenal. They they get it. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, Satan Gym, oh, Arizona. Yeah. Yep, yep. Shout out to Tiago. He's a good dude. He's got a... He flew out to London to help corner Jake and chatting with him. He's got a good... That's where Travis Clay comes from. Yep. Um... Yeah, they got a really good crazy youth program. I was picking up his brain about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they got just a bunch of killers. I guess they're... Jake went on a vacation there or something a few years ago, and he was telling me about their kids' program. He's like, I've never seen anything like that. Was that right, eh? Wow. Like dozens and dozens of kids that were all killers. Jeez. Like, you know when we go to TBAs and we see those kids that, like, they're bouncing their front leg, they're rolling their shorts, like... Clinching right. Those are them. That's where they're from. My goodness. So, I think that's a stellar gym. And then, uh, ooh, man, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, crap, the name is escaping me, but they're out of Houston? Michael Corley's gym? Mm-hmm. Yep. He's got Becca Irwin. I would say, Yep. That was, I, I can't remember their name, yeah. I'm sorry. So, those Heritage? are my top three. Heritage Muay Thai, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. Uh, like Coralie's like the head of the United States Muay Thai Federation. That's right. right, yeah, president, yeah. Or at least head Wrote up. a book. Yeah, bad dude, yeah. He wrote a book? Yeah. Cool, I wish I could read. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't read books, bro. Uh, and you know what? Uh, I feel really bad. So you had a fight. I, I just, I'm so bad with words. I, I, I just let things slide in my mouth. And... Uh, <laughs> You had a fight at the TBAs, and I think he was a judge. No, he was a judge. I don't think he was. <clears throat> and uh, I remember, uh, you, I don't, I can't remember who you're fighting. Mike Doherty, I think. And uh, there should have been a standing eight count. And as you're fighting, you said to me, why wasn't there an eight count? And I was just pissed that you even said anything. <laughs> That means they're not focused, and I just said because they're stupid. Oh, I remember that. Just yeah. so you'd move on, and right when I said that, man, I get two eyes from Michael Corley at me. I'm like, "Oops, sorry, sorry." <laughs> and then after the fight, I'm like, I-, "I didn't mean that, man. I just, I just needed him to focus and keep going." But yeah, he didn't like that, so I, uh, and I understand. I, I just, uh, that's not <laughs> what I meant. But, but uh, yikes! Uh, <laughs> uh, my number three. Why, uh, do you remember why it should have been in the account? What did I do to him? I think I'm sure you. I thought you dropped him with a straight right. Or like put him on the ropes, drop him to the straight right. But I would love to watch those two fights I had that tournament. 
Yeah, we should be able to get that tomorrow. Uh, who's the other guy? I forget. Uh, Adam Edgerton. Adam Edgerton. I haven't heard that name in a while. Is he done? Well, everyone's kind of done right now. I'm trying to get back to it, but. Don't know. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, it's an old school name. Yeah, it's What's so your many, top three Muay Thai guy? gyms out of the Americas? USNA! Uh, number three, City Tong, Boston. Oh, damn. Just uh, obviously the fighters that have come out of there and the history and, and all that. You know, that, that's a proper Muay Thai gym. Uh, number two, CSA. Um, oh, good call. Obviously, I got to spend a little bit of time there, and uh, uh, um, and I loved it. To be honest, I can't wait to go back. I was so pissed, man. I had a convertible rented and everything, save my money <laughs> to go last time, <laughs> like a month before I was gonna leave, and COVID shut us down. But uh, oh well, make it yeah. sweeter next time. But it was fun. And number one, boxing works. I mean, uh, you know, proof is in the pudding. He's got a you know hell of a fighter program over there. And obviously, just just you know, bad bad all around dude. Yep. He, he, he's got his own resume. I don't have to speak for it. All right. I thought this one was pretty awesome. Your top three fight combos, like in a fight. Your top three combos a fighter needs to use in a fight. Should know. Uh, that I think all people should have, or me personally. Um. That I like to throw. Or well, do yeah. Well, yeah. Like, like, like. What? Are, what are the sort of top three combos a fighter should have? I'm just gonna answer for myself. Yeah, of course. Lead hook, rear round kick. Yeah. I love me a good cross step through knee. Mm-hmm. And what was it? What is it about? Those why why lead hook rear kick? Because you can it's versatile. Even though it's one punch one kick, it's so versatile. You could pivot and hook. Yeah, that's how I like to throw to it. To set up your round kick, get yeah. a good angle for your round kick. You could go a really fast snappy hook, and then crank them with a kick. You could go power power on both. You could use your hook to push them into your kick. Yeah, there are lots you of could hook, hook to the body and kick to the head. You can hook to the head and kick the leg. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, two, two things you can do. Yeah, yeah. I, how, what's your? How do you like to throw it? I like a quick, snappy hook to a really hard body kick. Yeah, I like to pivot off, pivot with my hook so that a I'm off angle and like you get that sort of big swing with your leg so that you know coming from a southpaw, right? Because you're a southpaw. Yeah, yeah, that's probably why. Yeah, but but in general, yeah. Um, and and why? So why the cross step through knee? Because uh, I really like my left knee, and <clears throat> using your cross, you can get some good momentum. And if you throw a really hard cross, they're gonna tighten up. And you can find a home for your knee. Yeah, the longest punch is supposed to be your cross. So if you throw a nice long cross, they stand still and shell up. It you allows you to step hard, yeah. right? Step through and now use a short range yeah. knee. And it is hard to use a like a same. Ortho to ortho or southpaw to southpaw. It's hard to use your lead knee, mm -hmm. yeah, without switching. So, and especially if they have a lead hook, Liam Harrison style. Right yeah. when you switch, you eat that left hook. You know, yeah, you gotta watch that. Yeah, no, I agree, man. And then uh, combination, hey, so it has to be more than one. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say a good old one, two, three to the body. Oh jab, yeah, cross body hook. What's that? Say it again. Jab, cross body hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jab cross body hook, yeah. yeah. It speaks for itself, right? Jab yeah. cross gets their elbows to come up. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, looking back on your career, you didn't 
you didn't sit guys down with too many left body hooks, but you hurt a lot of guys with, you know, I got them to like, yeah, to <laughs> and back up, you know, cowering up. Yeah. Cause it's not in the heart. Like I, d- I never really sat down and threw it. Yeah. Breaking rib style, but it was like proper angle. The ones that pop, pop, pop. It's just like that one, two, three, right? One, two, boom. Yeah. Where they're not quite expecting it. Yeah. Yeah. So. You, yep. That was, that was a good weapon of yours. Yeah. What about you? Uh, for you mine. For yourself or overall for like, what you think everyone's tool bag? Yeah, these have. are these are the combos I want to see my people, my fighters have. Uh, number one, jab to the head, uh, straight right to the body, left hook to the head, rear kick. So jab, cross, hook, kick, but jab to the head, cross to the body, left hook, and then kick. Uh, number two, right cross, left hook, right kick, cross hook kick. You know, the old Dutch style, huh? Yeah, Deutsch style, yeah, Deutsch. exactly. It's weird. And same thing, you can move it up and down and all that good stuff. And uh, I guess I pretty much, if I think about it, I pretty much just ripped off my first combo, but I just love jab, cross, hook, kick. Just, you know, I know I specifically said jab to the head, cross to the body, hook to the head. That's fine. I mean, that's very specific, but I just, I just really like jab, cross, hook, kick. It's four moves. And I, I, in my opinion, and I say this to the students, if you're a fighter, uh, at least with us, you should be somewhat comfortable with your jab, somewhat comfortable with your jab cross, somewhat comfortable with your jab cross hook, somewhat comfortable with your uh, cross hook, somewhat comfortable with your hook kick, you know what I mean? So therefore, jab, cross, hook, kick should be a four-hit combination. That's pretty big. That should be confident to throw and land. That's my theory. Right. If I asked you to go left knee, right elbow, right up elbow, Whoa. spin, jump, kick, you'd be like, what? You, come on now. But if I said throw jab, cross, hook, kick, you'd be like, oh, bro, knock it out of the park. <laughs> so I think just that's such an important combination, like just for confidence. And it's huge. I mean, man, could you imagine landing like just even if they blocked it all, just to be able to get that off without them throwing something back? Like that, that that's great. Um, so those are my top three fight combos. Time out. Yeah. Okay. Hi, sorry. Chris had to go pee. Daddy had to tinkle. <laughs> All right, man. Um, next one. Next top three. Who are your top three favorite Thai Muay Thai fighters ever? That's be Thai, hey? Un- so I can't say Jiang Wei No way, bud. But he, like, shaved his head and stuff. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, first. Oh, you want me to go first so you can think about it? Yeah, sure. Go Okay, ahead. okay. Um, uh, I I would have to say uh, number one it has to be for me Yatsen Clyde Fairtex. I spent I spent eons studying that guy. Uh, me being left-handed, and you'll see a theme to these three. Uh, me being left-handed, he was the one watching him was the one to convince me to base my whole game around the left kick, just left kick everyone. Uh. His left kick was so strong. I remember he fought a, a tie that some of my friends know. And I just asked him online, like, what was it like to fight Yacht? And he said that left kick felt like a car crash. Never felt nothing like that. Like, oh, my God. So Yacht's a Clyde Number two, Smart Pai Karun. Uh, that guy could be on any list for any reason to do with Muay Thai. Arguably the greatest fighter of all time. I personally don't think it's arguable. He is the greatest fighter of all time. For me... But, uh, dude, the guy was just 
a boxing everything. Just good at Western style boxing, good Muay Thai, beautiful teep, unbelievable defense, fight IQ. Just he was the greatest of all time, man. He was so good, so good. Yep. Uh, I I mean, that that one. There's a highlight of him boxing where this dude's got him on the ropes and he throws probably 22 punches and he <laughs> yeah dodges them all <laughs> and then dances around. Bam! One shot, ninety night. Um, at number three, Sam Cor Monty. Left kick again. Yeah, left kick monster again. That, Batman, that, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he. Uh, there's there's a few highlights of him, uh, Sam Cor, and uh, you know from from the '90s era, '80s era, and uh, where you just see him crushing people with his left kick, man, and even hitting pads too. Anyway, I'm just uh, obviously all these guys are southpaws. Uh, the left kick, left kick, left kick. Big big fan of Yod. Big fan of uh, Smart Pike. Like really big fan of Smart. And uh, Sam Cor. How about you, sir? Top three ties. Sun Chai. Oh, yeah, man. You know, I mean, because to be honest, man. it was you who introduced me to Sun Chai. Do you remember that what? at all? Uh, I can't. Asia Fight Sport? Do you no that? way. Do you remember that? Was that right? Fight Sport Asia. Fight Sport Asia. Thank you. You, I remember we were like in this greasy old basement suite, and uh, you were like, "Hey, have you heard of this guy, man? He does all the kind of crazy, you know, Muay Thai tricks." Awesome. Yeah, I mean, look at my basement suite. Yeah, but yeah, Fight Sport Asia was that the website? Yeah, Shout Fight out to Sport them, Asia. Man. <laughs> crazy. Uh, Sanshai, uh, I have to go with Smart as well. Smart, I mean, yeah, dude. I mean, he's royalty. He's the best. He's the best. Um. And Sunshine comes from his lineage, right? He's trained by his trainer. Jockey Jim, I think. I'm not Jockey, sure. Yeah, I think. Yeah. And tie for one is Bokau and Yod. Yeah. Because those two were like at the height when I found Muay Thai. Well, and boy, did Bokau make a splash on the scene for himself. You know, that was a big entry to the fighting world. But it's funny because I didn't know Bokau was a Thai fighter, Muay Thai fighter. Oh no! A K one kickboxer. Yeah, yeah. Right. I but, see. I mean, he is a Muay Thai fighter. Yeah, check out for those listening. K one Max Bokau. Like they, the K one Max changed the rules because Bokau smashed everybody when he came in his first year. But well, check that out, man. That's great. Say it again one more time. Who's your top three? So we got Sanchai. Bokau Yod. Bokau Yod slash Smart. Smart. Sanchai. Sanchai. Sword Kingstar. Sunshine Not King Star. PK Sunshine Muay Thai Gym. Yeah. Uh, who, by the way, has he just won his 59th fight in a row? I think it's 57th fight in a row. 57. After 10 months off, starched the guy. Yeah, man. Needed the body, but he dropped. And the liver. And he's up there. High 30s, early 40s? I think 40, and it's starting to show. Well, yeah. I mean, come on. Obviously. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, listen, I'm 40. I know I look like an Adonis, so I'm, I'm allowed to comment, but... <laughs> Adonis, you know, but it's really—it's only recently. It's—it's Sanchai starting to look human, you know. But man, he's a bad dude. He's the baddest. Oh, he's bad. Um, all right, man. Another one here for you. Hit me. Um. <laughs> so I asked my wife to be part of this. <laughs> you top three shorts. And of course, color shorts. That's a good one, man. But uh, no, dang. What? Oh, I think I have that in here somewhere. But anyway, I do. But anyway. Top three on. tattoos. No, no. Um, she got all panicky. Yeah. Uh, um, top three round kicks on pay-per-view only. 
don't know. <laughs> Can't answer that. On pay per view only. <laughs> I got a. Uh, okay, but hey, listen, man. I got a. Uh, I just. I don't know if she meant fighters or what, Top man. I don't know. Kicks. So I just number one. I just when I think round kicks on pay per view only, I guess I think Jose Aldo Jr. Okay. All right. Number two, Crow Cop. Oh, if yeah. I had to think yeah. round kicks on pay per view. And you know what? I gotta say this might be the biggest one. Uh Pete Williams roundhouse kick to Mark Coleman back in the day. Remember that? Old school MMA with shoes on? Is that the body kick? Uh no, like like uh Mark Buddy threw a kick and Mark thought it was yeah, oh, going to the body. Yeah. Boom, right in the mush. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> right in the kisser. Yeah. Remember Crow Cop booted um Heath Herring? Oh boy! Those, he had shoes on too, right? Oh yeah, man. God, he kicks. So Remember, Crocot was wearing shoes for a while. Yeah, yeah, wrestling. Do shoes. you know why that was? No idea. Shouldn't be fair. He kicked. Save your feet. Boris and I. This is like junior high. We on his giant computer. This is taking me back. When he kicked that, I don't know the guy's name with a uh, Nacho Libre mask. He oh, kicked that dude yeah. square in the face. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, rolling on the ground laughing. Just how funny. Like, this guy does it to everybody. You're like, why are we laughing? He killed somebody. But Yeah, man. And, buddy, obviously, you see blood leaking from yeah, his mask. Yeah, he's leaking out of the mask. Oh, yeah. Right? I think he became a Dos Karras or whatever. He became a professional wrestler who's now in jail or something. What? I just went down a YouTube rabbit hole Crazy. a few nights ago and, and learned that. Crocup kick. Elder Everybody Del in Rio? the head, man. We're so crazy. Like yeah, man. Savage. It's Mark it's, Hunt. He's probably the best head kicker of all time. Known for his head kicks anyway, eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. I agree. Um, How about yours, man? Top three round kicks on, on pay-per-view, pay-per-view only. <laughs> on pay-per-view only. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've never bought a pay-per-view in my life. Okay. <laughs> I okay. <can't> <laughs> Just kidding. I have. Wink. Um, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, Anthony Pettis booted Donald Cerrone in the body, right? I don't remember that. Or was that the other way around? I think Anthony Pettis starched Cerrone with the body kick. Oh, yeah? That was like a pay-per-view fight. Okay. Can't remember that. Uh, another one would be, uh, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, how about roundhouse kicks not on pay-per-view, maybe? Pardon me. Crow Cup? Any yeah. Crow Cup fight? Come on. If it's not on pay-per-view, without a doubt, number one is a Showtime kick. Anthony Pettis. Benson Henderson. Which is Benson Henderson. Roundhouse kick off the damn cage. And dropped him. Yeah, that's wild, bro. Would have been the best knockout of all time, of all time, but he didn't finish him. Yeah, yeah it really would have been. Or he did, but it was later. Yeah, well, it wasn't the kick that finished him. No, it wasn't the yeah, kick. Yeah, that would have been crazy. I can't remember. Close, though. That dude fights with the friggin' not Q-tip. Toothpick. Toothpick in his mouth, Silly man. sausage. That's the craziest thing. No kidding. Um, who else, man? That, um, shoot. He's an MMA fighter, bald. Edson Barbosa has beautiful round kicks for Moita. Er, yeah, uh, MMA. man. Yeah, you're right. That guy can kick. Yeah. I appreciate his kicks. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I can appreciate that too. Good call. Uh, all right, man. Top three camps in Thailand. Oh, shoot. I'll go first so it gives you a sec. Uh, number one, fair to, uh, three for me. Um, well, I, I don't know. I guess I don't have an order. These are just the three that come to my mind. 
uh, Sang Morakot Gym. I've never actually even been there, but I, I've just studied so many fighters from there and videos from there, and and I just uh, I didn't realize, I guess, how much history and stuff from the fighters I, I know and stuff come out of there. Uh, number two, uh, Pet Yindi, just the, the amount of social media presence they have, the the presence that they put out, the fighter quality fighters, obviously fighting on one championship. Uh, it's just fun to watch. You kind of really get to to know their fighters, and there's a lot of them. And one of my f- favorite fighters, Michael uh, Savas, Michael fights out of there. You know, Danny McGowan out of there. So when things are normal, I like that mm-hmm. gym and uh, Fairtex, dude. That was that was the spot to be in the early 2000s. They were the you know the, the Gucci of Muay Thai. Yeah. You know, how about I, you? I remember. Um, I wanted so bad to train at uh, Sitsan Pinong. Yeah, I really wanted to go. Oh yeah! Before they got sponsored by like Venom and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Before they got like quote unquote big. Yeah, yeah. I really wanted to go there. Um, PK Sunchai, obviously. Are we just talking like? Yeah, sure. Just your top three favorite gyms. Uh, KC Muay Thai. <laughs> yeah, that was my home for three years. Yeah, sounds not straight, obviously. Sounds but a little. Sounds interesting place. Sounds like an interesting place. Yeah, I stopped. Uh, well, when I was gone, I just all of a sudden heard it was closed up. But the last trip I was there, I was hitting pads, and this what would look like a criminal car rolled up with tinted windows. The tinted windows came down to eye level, went back up, and then sped off. I was like, hmm. It's like a movie. Is this going to come <laughs> back with guns? I'm out of here, man. Uh, yeah, but. Okay. No, good, good for your safety. Yep. Uh, okay, next one. Top three attended. This is this is a good question. Top three attended fight cards in Alberta that I've attended. Yeah. Oh damn! I'll go first. Uh, number one is gonna have to be my first fight card I saw with Sokey Moore. <laughs> uh, you know that was that was that was just mind blowing to me, and that was his obsession started. You know, well, it was already started, but it just got deeper then. Number two, Muay Thai World Cup number one, man. That yep. was a huge spectacle for you, and uh, I loved it. For you. And for me, number uh, number three would be there was a, there was a, uh, I can't remember what it was called, man, a Muay Thai, a Mike Miles fight card when Mike uh, uh, brought over some big heavy hitters, man. Trevor fought Rambo Ban Muay Thai. Jason Jelaine fought. Jason Fenton fought. And the reality is I think all Mike's guys got battered, including Trevor, who won, surprisingly. But, uh, oh, I remember Sakim had to get stretchered out, too. He fought a big tie. like Stretchered out? Got KO'd? Well, he got, he got, he, well, so it was kind of scary, to be honest. And, and to be honest, I don't know if you're ever listening, man, but if you can clear this up for me. But to be honest. I was just in the crowd, but I remember that he, I think he got elbowed in, like, Started looking like he was on ice skates, but was still fighting. But then at the end of the round, just clearly was like a lost kid at the mall. Had no idea where he was. He went to the wrong corner. He had to get sort of like ushered back to his. That's not good. And the fight continued? No. And then good. all of a sudden you hear good. on good. the on the announce thing, like, medical. Uh, emergency medical is the ring, please. Yeah. Damn. So, uh, yeah. But, uh, um, that was that was sort of a big night for me to sort of see, like, like, holy shit, you know, this, some of these people aren't, aren't so, uh, 
you know, so bad at this. <laughs> it's pretty crazy, man. To yeah, watch, you don't to play watch this people. shit. Well, and I was training with Mike Miles at the time. So it's crazy to see the people you see train and you pretty much think are Superman. And yeah. all of a sudden that night you see people tell them otherwise. Yeah. You know, it's pretty, pretty hard. Uh, how about you? Um, so, so my bad, just to recap. Number one, Muay Thai. I'm sorry, my very first one. So Keemore, there you are again, buddy. Shout out to you. Uh, when uh, I thought it was too deadly until you threw some big kicks. Number two, Muay Thai World Cup number one, where you won your uh, uh, WBC Canadian title. And number three, uh, that big Mike Moss fight card. Uh, number one would have to be the first, or number three, whatever, the first fight card I ever saw at the Curry Barracks with you. Yeah. Whichever, yep. that was... I think I went to that Supermax one before that, but it wasn't the same. It was like, this is just something that I might be into. But then I was like hooked. I'm like, Muay Thai is awesome. Yeah. So that one, uh, I think Frank Lee's fight cards were called Muay Thai Mayhem. In Edmonton? Yeah. Me and a couple people like Gabor and Steven, we went up. And this other kid named Lazo, we went up because Sayuk was fighting. Yeah. Uh, a couple other ties. I don't know why I couldn't be there, but Brian Kong, shout out to you, buddy, sent me a text with him in Sayuk, and I was pretty pissed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got a picture with Sayuk. It's somewhere. I got to find that, actually. Um, had a blown knee that fight, so just could really box an elbow. Right. And still did work. Just got crazy, huh? It didn't get crazy. I thought we were going to get oh. Sayuk crazy, but he played it smart and just oh. boxed. Oh, no way. But still, just to be able to adjust like that. Well, yeah, man. It's a bad dude. Yeah. That could be tied with the one I fought on against Hal Kreisel because there were some ties on that one too. Nonsai? Jason Woodham, the Muay Thai Muppets guy. Oh, yeah, that's he right. He fought Nonsai. Yeah, that's right. Right. Nonsai was a badass back then. Yep. Uh, and then it's a toss-up between, I don't know if it counts because I fought on it, but the Muay Thai World Cup, the first one, or... Was it the first round of Journey Fight Series eight man, pro eight man back in the day for the WMC belt? Oh yeah, like Matt Embry, yeah, Justin Gershwitz, oh yeah, Nate Smandich, uh, Josh, uh, Josh Palmer, who ended up winning it, right? Or no, Matt Embry won. Yeah, Josh Palmer in the finals. A uh, couple cats. I don't. Kevin Ross was supposed to fight on it. Toss up between that and I always forget the name of the tie who he fought, Kevin Ross, that chewed him apart, that kept kept him Sagado? out. Thank you. Sakidao Pet Payatai. Thank you. I always forget his name. I don't know why I always forget. He wrecked Liam Harrison and Kevin Ross in the same year, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. If you hear Liam Liam Harrison broke his Oh yeah, he posted recently about that, didn't he? Yeah. Broke his orbital and uh he couldn't feel half his face for six months. He was gonna he got locked out of the venue. He went to the grab some air. Out right. of the back of the venue, and it was like forty degrees. Right. Got locked out. He was gonna pass out, and he's all bloody. And right, that's right. Yeah, crazy. I think story. the last sentence of that post was like, "This was not a vacation." <laughs> <laughs> that would have sucked. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, man, busted ass. Yeah, that's one thing people don't realize. They're like, "Oh, you fly to all these cool places to fight." I'm like, "Yeah, man, I fight. You're I don't. For two I'm days. not on the beach drinking. Yeah, three if you're lucky. I'm flying without water. Right." I get there and I'm all pissed. Yeah, on I get a my ass kicked and I have to fly home with a swollen <laughs> foot. Well, at best, <laughs> you know, like think think how good flying is on your best day. Socks, balls. 
huge balls. Now, how about when you're beat up? You know, yeah, it sucks. I'd rather fly cutting weight than post-fight. Is that right, hey? Dang. Post-fight fl- flights suck. Airports are long walks, dude. Long walks. <laughs> people don't care about you. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's not comfortable. Yeah, dang. Oh, right. man. Thank the Lord be Jesus. There's those bars. Yeah. Airport bars. Yeah, no kidding. So what were your top three? Rattle them off real fast. Um, first one I ever saw. There was a Mike Miles fight card. I don't know what the name of it. In Curry Barracks. Yeah, Curry Barracks fight, yeah. Um, Paddle to Barracks. <laughs> I don't know. I just made that up, maybe. Motel World Cup or Journey Fight Series. Oh, yeah. And uh, that Frank Lee's fight card where right. Sayuk fight. That was like a Muay Thai field trip. Yeah, no kidding, eh? It was really cool. <laughs> uh, all right. Top three types of birds for Muay Thai shorts. That you put on Muay Thai shorts. We have a young student named Jacob. Birds? Yeah, and I I, I call him all sorts of bird names. He comes with, yeah, he comes to um Eagle, Pigeon, Robin. I don't know. I can't say. I don't, I don't think you should have birds on your shirt. I'm not a bird person, so. I'm not either. I hate birds, bro. But if I'm going to put a bird on, maybe an eagle. Eagle's pretty dope. Merc. Or a falcon. A falcon. It's dangerous. No, falcon. Falcon. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> and? Magpie? Magpie. Dirty old magpie. I hate those things, man. I got within like me to you for a great horned owl this summer. That's dangerous. It was crazy, man. And it flew away, didn't make a sound. Is that right? Didn't make a <laughs> nothing. Wow. Blew my mind. Yeah, I'd be scared. They're huge. Yeah, that's a big predatory bird, it's man. It's freaking huge, man. <laughs> I was like, oh, I shouldn't be this close. You got me scared. Um, mine are, uh, number one, a uh, flamingo. Oh, yeah, I could rock a flamingo. Of course. Yeah, I could call. Flamingo shorts out there um, made by company. Uh, I always tell my students to stop standing like one. <laughs> straight legs. Yeah. Bend your knees. Yeah, your knees are facing the wrong way, dummies. <laughs> <laughs> Bend your knees. Um, number two, seagull. How about an albatross? Ooh, that's cool. Isn't that just a giant seagull? Yeah, it's big. Dirty old bird, you know, they eat everything. They eat full on rabbit. Shithawks. Oh, yeah, bro. We call them around here. And number three, I'd be pretty worried about fighting a guy wearing uh, shorts that had a woodpecker on him. <laughs> <laughs> we, have a, we have a student named Jacob, and uh, he has a... He used to come with these pants sometimes, and they have seagulls on them. So they had seagulls on them. Yeah, yeah. I think Abercrombie and Fitch or something. But I used to just come like oh Abercrombie, Jacob yeah, seagull pants, Jacob bird pants, two good, you know. Jacob white shorts. Yeah, that's right. Jacob white shorts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jacob seagull pants. That's cool. Um, cool. What are your top three? Oh, you just said that was them. How about yours, Sorry. buddy? Uh, I said oh, yeah, top three birds: eagle, robin. You got her. Uh, uh, falcon. Now, I have some questions here from our buddy Xander in Uganda, which I actually thought were really good questions. Because um, he wanted to take part in this. Does Xander listen? Uh, he tries to, yeah, and be part of it. When yeah. he can. Yeah, he has Obviously tough, he's tough getting a bit of access. Yeah, tough Wi-Fi. As a beginner, issues. what is martial arts? How do you explain martial arts to a beginner? Oh, that's deep. So for those who don't know, well, yeah, that, that's what I, I was impressed with these questions. For those who don't know, Xander is somebody I literally just met online in the past two years. 
over COVID in, in Africa and Uganda. So obviously a very different lifestyle than I live. So it's been, been kind of fun. So obviously a little bit of broken English, but he's got some cool questions. So what is martial arts? Yeah. To a beginner as a beginner, how do you explain to a beginner? What's martial arts? Whoa. I like to think of you as more of a martial artist than myself. So um, please take the lead. I guess what is martial arts? To a beginner, what I would say is, it's gonna be it's a it's a, a journey. journey. It's a journey oh! of finding yourself, and uh, you're gonna do it through physicality, which will turn into mental and emotional, spiritual. But it's all on you, and everything you learn will will be effective depending on how much you decide to get better at what you've learned take it and run with it it's going to be a self-expression of combat what you think works for you might not work for me maybe you're taller or shorter your philosophies on fighting on, on what you think should you be to protect your face or should you go and attack like these oh, are all man. expressions that you have to find yourself in within combat and these are that's the art part of being a martial artist and there's so many different ways to do it oh yeah that's the yeah that's the best part that's the martial arts yeah and it's, it's up it's to you to find them not art right and how far you choose to learn them and and perfect them depends on you and how well you can pass them on as an instructor but. uh do you there's a thing floating around this past week on all the i don't know top Muay Thai pages or whatever, but it's like, is UFC the pinnacle of striking? <laughs> Absolutely freaking not. Oh my God. That's a real article question? Yeah. My goodness. But for martial arts? Well, no. Not for martial arts? No. What like, is for martial well, arts? Well, what do you mean for martial arts? As a whole. Like, but, but MMA, it's, it's kind of its own thing, right? It's a sport. I guess so. I, I but would, isn't that where you're going to see the most different? Different striking? I would say not Thai No, no. That's a different, it's a different question now. I gotcha, I gotcha. I, I see what you mean. Just it's definitely not the pinnacle of striking. You take, just fight. who would you call the most elite striker in UFC right now? Uh, Israel Adesanya. Ooh, and where's his background? <laughs> City kickbox, kickboxing? Glory. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, you, you put Izzy, Israel Adesanya in the glory ring right now yeah. against... I see what you mean. Would he get stri uh, He gets sparked, in my opinion. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I see what you mean. But, but no, man, when you think of like that one kickboxing tournament... Shit, that tournament was the pinnacle of striking. <laughs> what tournament? That kickbox one kickboxing tournament. Oh, that, no, yeah, that is that, that is the pinnacle that event of striking alone. Is the pinnacle of striking? Yes, you know, uh, UFC is not the pinnacle Christ, of striking. No, no, God, no. Okay, take uh, who's a good considered a good stand-up person in the UFC. Israel Adesanya. <laughs> yeah, but he, I think he'd be considered among the elite. Take a good one. Okay. Hmm. Jose Aldo. Sure. Calvin Cater. Calvin Cater. Max Holloway. Yeah, he's pretty fucking good, yeah. There has been 
many UFC champs were like, I'd love to spar you. Right. Kickbox spar. I got what you mean. Yeah. 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 I agree. I don't know, man. I see what you mean. No, it's definitely not the pinnacle. It's not. And and listen, I get it. You got to worry about other things, takedowns and you know, all that other stuff and being on the ground. But uh, the answer is no. No, it's didn't, not. Didn't need to write an article. Could have had one of those Facebook votes. I think that's what it was. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, well, there you go. Just one of those. Uh, okay. Um, Xander, I don't know if you're being specific here, buddy, but how do you continue with martial arts when you get an injured arm? <laughs> you do what doesn't hurt. Yep, exactly. I mean, if it's really injured, go get it looked at, but cool part of martial arts is you have legs and knees and elbows and headbutts and bites and, you know, let it rest and work everything else. Uh, and of course, if it's really bad, you don't continue. You go get it looked at, you get it fixed. That way you can continue to do martial arts. There was a video of uh, she posted today, I think, Taylor McClatchy, who is, I think, if not now, on her way to be the best female, the highly most experienced um, and maybe decorated Canadian really? Muay Thai athlete. Is that right, eh? Anyways, there's a she blew her knee or something. She was going to fight... Uh, Lucy Payne on infusion. Mm. I think she hurt her knee. She's recovering. There's a video of her. She just posted sitting in a chair, hitting mitts. Yep. You just, that's a champion for you. Yeah, man. You don't sit at home eating Cheetos, watching Simpsons. It's for cats like me. I thought you, when you usually say SpongeBob. Yeah. I like SpongeBob too. But yeah, that's for dudes like me when they're injured. Um, <laughs> now, this is obviously from a bit of a broken English, but I understand, I think, maybe. Do you need to create your own understanding for any skill? Do you need to create your own? Yes. What does that mean? I came up with the word visualization. Yes. Like I think I just started picturing me hitting the bag like throwing a hook. That one didn't feel good. So I'm going to break it down, go slow. Yeah. Pick up the pace a little bit. Okay, that's starting to feel good. And then when you nail that one, that lands, you're like, okay. Right. Right. I'm going to try and recreate that every time. And then work right. from there. Yeah. And then, and then, right, right. Learn, learn the technique to start and then how to use it right. When does it work? How to defend it? You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, and, and that's the art side of being a martial artist is creating your understanding. I mean, the, and you always find your understanding when you're sparring. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know that's that's when you find your understanding, right? <laughs> I love. It pisses me off because it takes forever. Like, you get told something, yeah, okay, 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 and then like you get hit, or it didn't work in sparring. You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something so s simple, like you get kicked in the leg, or you do a leg kick, or something. You're like, oh, I get it now. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. All right, my friend, let's uh, just to finish off the show here. Uh, wrap it up. Oh, let's, yeah, let's do rapid, uh, rapid shout-outs. Who you got? Oh, yeah, okay, let's do this. Uh, rapid fire. <laughs> I want to give a special shout-out to all the parents and students um, that I teach, and I teach their kids. Unbelievably, incredibly spoiled over the holiday season oh, with nice. gifts and stuff it's truly unbelievable and i'm eternally grateful you guys rock 
Nice. Way too generous. It's so crazy. Um, and soda, which I'm sipping right now. And Shout out to these soda. two good gentlemen named Boris and Dave. They make a good product. Check them out. Any liquor store. Um, delicious vodka sodas. Yep. Um, my family and friends over the holidays got together. Some I haven't seen in a very long time. Um, it's just nice being this Christmas felt a lot way better than the last one, obviously being a little bit more normal. I know there's still some people out there having to do tests and yeah. blah, blah, blah. But I felt like this Christmas was, it felt a little bit more normal. Yep. Not having to see my grandparents on a computer screen. Yeah, that's nice. Which was nice. Um, and shout out to the WBC for coming to Calgary in August oh my for goodness. junior tournament. Yep. WBC it's going to be a hell of a year getting ready for this. Going to be announcing the Canadian championships here, trials here, I guess, fairly soon. Yeah, I was wondering, and there def- obviously has to be some trials, right? So Yeah, I would imagine it's going to be in May. That way kids don't get too big and miss weight class and all that kind of stuff. They're going to be youth. They tend to grow over the summer. Yeah. I mean, within three months, you know, they're in whole yeah. new weight class. So it's 10 to 17 years old. Yeah. It's gonna be you good better time. start running. Dang. That should be fun. Yeah. No joke. It'll Maybe next quick. week when it's not minus 30. Yeah. Calgary, man, is yeah, ridiculous. There's nothing you can do outside. It sucks. And shout out to you, my good friend, for this has been fun. It's a good year. Yeah. All right, buddy. Rapid shout out. My parents. Just want to thank my parents for. Sort of hosting Christmas. I know they're not getting any younger, but uh, I always appreciate that, as well as my in-laws. As I mentioned before, we always go to my parents' house first and then up to the in-laws afterwards. So I want to thank my in-laws, uh, obviously, again, for hosting us, and my Cubs, just a hurricane. So, you know, I'm sure it's, I'm sure they're pretty exhausted by the time we go home. Uh, I also want to give a rapid shout-out to uh, Snow Tires. Quite a difference they make. Okay. I don't have any, but my, my car is fine. But driving the wife's car, holy cow, to, to Edmonton, I sure noticed the difference in snow tires. Shout out to you, snow tires. Why don't you have any? Uh, I just got my just car. Yeah, they're fresh, brand new. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even think of it, really. I just got a new car, so. But uh, I definitely will be after this uh, this weekend. Uh, shout out to rum. I had quite a bit of rum to drink over Christmas, and I uh, loved every minute of it. <laughs> to rum. rum is delicious. Rum and eggnog, spice rum and eggnog, rum and coke. I love spice rum, mm. but I cannot drink it. Yeah. I'm allergic. Yeah, that sucks, buddy. Um, shout out to oil and gas. I don't want to get into any arguments. The reality is where we live, it is minus 400 kapajillion thousand, and I need to heat my house. <laughs> shout out to oil and gas. Shout out to oil and gas. And uh, last but not least, shout out to my cub who ate, uh, finally ate some vegetables this weekend. Whoa. Willingly some cucumbers and carrots and uh, actually had the runs from it he ate so many he actually gave himself diarrhea the poor kid <laughs> i oh, look. pooping forever i've been pooping for years that's what he said <laughs> 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 pooping for years that reminds me of that video oh pickle chips gummy oh, yeah. things <laughs> that's right oh that's awesome um yeah, buddy. And, uh, yeah, Actually, you, you know man. what? It's been a hell of a year, bro. It's, it's been weird. It's been weird. It's been weird. Making it happen. Yep. Hey, oh. I want to sh- give a shout out to my niece, three year old niece. She had a sleepover last night. Yeah. This morning. She's having a poop. Yep. And she can do everything herself except for the final part. Sure. And she's sitting <laughs> staring at me and just. 
giving me <laughs> the craziest smile. I'm like, stop staring at me when you're pooping. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdest little kid. She's a riot. Right on. Kids um, are fun. Yeah, for 24 hours or so, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> student of the podcast. Yes, yes. Who you got? Give her. Oh, you want me to go? Oh, uh, sure. Um. Well, as we know, we're kind of on Christmas break and things are a bit quiet. So I'm going to give my student shout out to, uh, it's going to be a double. Oh. Kalissa and Nathan. Nate Dog. Nate Dog. They're the only two, they're both teenagers. They showed up to uh, Open Mat the other night. Yeah. And they're clearly there to get better. Nice. They enjoy Muay Thai and... They're now better than everybody else because they got one extra day of training. So go. good on you guys. Right on. Mine goes to longtime friend, instructor, student, karate icon, sweaty weddy. Uh hey! you know, she like she's like the size of a gopher. And I'm saying she's like what, four no, she'd be five Ferret. foot? Five foot? Ferret. I think she's five one. <laughs> five five two. Two, probably? Give, we'll give her two. 100 pounds? 105 on a 105. chubby day? Yeah. Uh, it's Christmas, so she's probably 110. Yeah, that's right. And, and you Too know, much of a niggity. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Japanese. But, uh, uh, you know, she's she's pretty small, and, and uh, man, she, she gets roughed up on sparring, but she still shows up. And, you know, we throw her into some situations, like sparring Steph, and she, okay, okay. And, and Steph's a pro MMA fighter, and... You know, we 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 throw her and, and listen. I'm not. I don't know how old she is. Yes, I do. But she's not 17. Let me put it that way. So, you know, shout out to her. She comes and works her ass off. She puts herself. We put her in some <laughs> in some pressure situations, and uh, she she freaking rises to the occasion. She's great. I freaking love her. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, 2021 in the books. Hopefully, uh, sometime in the future, things aren't weird, and you know. Got anything else? Nope. So big fights obviously coming up in January, but that'll, that'll be up. That'll be it until uh, you know we have some big fight card announcements coming up, and then uh, we got something to talk about. And for my, all my OG Arashido cats, all I have is four numbers for you: one zero 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 one thousand. Oh, it's boy. coming! Yeah, <laughs> awesome, man. Well, thanks for coming in. Cheers, uh, big ears. Yeah, buddy. Thanks, my season. We'll, uh, we'll catch you in the new year. Yeah.